Welcome back to the Homeschooling Made Easy podcast. We are your hosts. Dr. Fred Ray Libran is the creator of the independent homeschool website, courses, and YouTube channel. He also has authored several books on parenting, education, and time management. My name is Karen, and I am a current homeschooling mom of six children with a homeschooling YouTube channel called Our House. Welcome. If you would like to submit your questions to be featured on a future show, please email them to homeschoolingpodcast at gmail.com. I was sitting there thinking about, like in reading instead of just audiobooks, um, why not read the same chapter over and over and over again until you really master it? Just like we get them to do math problems over and over, let's, let's do the same lesson over three or four times. Master it. Right. Wouldn't that be awesome? Because your brain can start putting it together to get better at it. Well, what I hear from people is, yeah, but that's boring. So I want to talk about boredom just for a second, okay? Because I think our kids, I think we call boredom, there are two different phenomenon that can be happening that we both label boredom, okay? One is actually boredom, okay? So one is legitimate boredom. And what is boredom? You ever been bored? Uh, not lately. <laughs> not much. Have your kids, do your kids ever get bored? I'm sure they do sometimes. Yeah. And they'll find something right. to do. So, so what is boredom? Idleness, not having a task at hand. Yeah, you, don't have a ta- you don't have a task. You don't know what to do. You know, a lot of that stuff is there just, you know, no direction of the next thing to do. But, but by and large, what it amounts to when we're giving assignments to people and they're bored with them, they're doing work or a task that's boring, what we know is the challenge we've given them is way below their skill level. That's good. Right? Yeah. yeah. So if it's below your skill level, uh, you're going to be bored because it's too easy to do. Like reading, you know... Um, in our day, an old Dick and Jane book, if you really were, you know, fourth, fifth grade, reading a first grader, kindergartner, third, three-year-old book would be boring because there's nothing to it, right? It's right. way below your skill level. If you give people tasks way above their skill level, it creates anxiety. You're asking them to do things that are way beyond them. So they tend to get anxious about that. So one level of boredom is when you give a child something to do that is just not challenging, okay? Okay. Here's the other kind of boredom. They're manipulating you to not do something. Yes. Yes. This is for so boring, you know? Yes. Uh, That's huge. And parents don't talk about this. Nobody's talking about this. So please do. Right. Well, you know, here's the way I think about it. And most everything in our parenting, I would, the kids would give an argument and I would use that as an opportunity to think about it in a totally different way. They didn't see coming. So boredom. Oh, this is boring. I remember, I'll give you an example. I remember a trip one time, our oldest uh, was talking about Laura. They were doing household chores or household maintenance. And Laura's job was harder than hers. And he was kind of acting like he was defending her. But mostly I knew what he was doing because he was going to have her job next week because he rotated everything, you know? Yeah. So, so I took it. I said, you know, I think you're right. That's not fair. So we need to give you some more work to do to make it even with hers. I appreciate you pointing that out. (laughs) Right? 
Yeah. That, that way of thinking. So boredom, uh, this is boring. Learning these facts are boring. And my response would be, yeah, another good reason to go ahead and learn them so you don't have to do them anymore. Don't want you to be bored any longer than you need to be. Why don't you just hurry up and learn them and then you won't be bored, yeah. right? Because right. that wasn't about boredom. That was about whining. That was about, uh, I'm using my behavior to explain to you that I don't enjoy this. And if I can use my behavior to get you to change what we're doing, I'll do it because we're all in those kind of negotiations, right? Right. So, so a child that says the RC books are boring, they don't want to read them, those older books, what would you say? Well, I would say, really, all the books are boring? I, I actually have a lot of questions because I don't know these kids. I'd want to know, what do you find <laughs> exciting, you know? Right, which is something I always talk about. What, are, what is competing with their attention for these books? Right. I'll, I'll tell you, Jody says, here's the magic secret that she watched and learned and used is if they're bored reading most of the Robinson books, it's because they don't have a time limit. Yeah, that's good. They just read as long as they want. You put a time limit on them, read these number of pages in this amount of time, boom, go. Done. Yeah. You'd be surprised because then you're engaged because that's a lot of engagement. I mean, if you pick up anything, if you pick up any book, if you pick up any book and read it this way, the problem, solution, <laughs> action, template is an excellent approach for both secular and sacred situations. Okay, I can't even stand it myself and I wrote it. So, <laughs> right? Cause you're going yeah. so slow, your mind literally will go into like a coma. Yeah. So, so some of the boredom, again, that's the challenge thing. So if you're not challenging them enough and some of that's with a time limit, that's part of what engages it. I promise you, we saw much better progress cleaning up the game room, study room, when I would take them in here into the room and I'd say, let's picture what it's going to look like when it's clean. And that took right. some work because they weren't good at that. You know, what would it look like over there? Where would that stuff, where, picture where it'd be? Oh, inside, we wouldn't see it. Yeah, right. And then I would say, all right, I'm coming back in 15 minutes to inspect. Ready, go. Right, because now it's a game, a challenge. Well, yeah, and you've got a time constraint in there. And yeah, a challenge, that's a good way to say it. And then, and I would, and I'd usually call, Laura was favorite one to do this, uh, like with five minutes to go, I'd say, Laura, come here and she'd leave that room. And I'd say, hey, y'all have only got five minutes. You know that. <clears throat> she'd go back, only five minutes. Whew. And then it was even more focused and fun. And then inspect, we tweak a few things and life's good. As right. opposed to, you got to spend all night cleaning your bedroom <laughs> or into the day or just keep cleaning it till it's done. Right. Most of life is this way. You'd be shocked at what you can do in a few minutes. And uh, that's a challenge thing. So a lot of the problem we have, I think, in this boredom game is the kids are, <clears throat> they're doing, they're morally obligated <clears throat> to see if I can get you 
to back off what you expect of me, right? Right. And once you understand that's how they work, uh, then you're fine because then you're morally obligated to get them to stretch beyond where they are, you know? Otherwise, they don't need parents. Right.